بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن شاء الله we'll continue reciting our reading from where we were إن شاء الله so we were reading about the importance of the recitation of Quran in the month of Ramadan and how some of our elders give this immense importance Inshallah, today we'll mention about Imam Abu Hanifa, rahmahullah. It's an effort to finish 60 Qur'an in one Ramadan. That might sound very astonishing, so I'm going to say it again. An effort to finish 60 Qur'an, meaning 60 recitations of the Qur'an in one Ramadan. Imam Abu Hanifa used to complete 61 Qur'ans, meaning 61 recitations of the Qur'an in Ramadan. So every Ramadan he would recite how many? Qur'an 61. One in day, one at night, and one in taraweeh. So one in the daytime, the hours of the day, the 12 hours of the day. One in the night, the 12 hours of the night, so 24 hours. And one in Taraweeh. Subhanallah. The same is said of Imam al-Shafi'i. Not just him. Imam al-Shafi'i. Except that he completed one less. Meaning he did 60 Qur'ans in every Ramadan. Which is also extraordinary. Subhanallah. And there are other anecdotes like this of the other Akabirin of that time. Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal. And Imam Malik. So it is said about Imam Malik, rahimahullah, kana yafirru min majalis al-hadith fi shahri Ramadan. Then Imam Malik, rahimahullah, anyone who studies hadith or the science of hadith would know the importance of Imam Malik in the science of hadith and how he was the teacher of all the teachers, right? Many of the great teachers, Imam al-Shafi'i, Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal, and all the other great Ahlul Hadith. So he, in the month of Ramadan, he said he would run away from the majalis of hadith. Why? Because he would give all of his time to the majlis of Qur'an, to the recitation of Qur'an. So it, not that the majlis of hadith is obviously not important, it is also important. But they knew where to place what. Right? So they knew how to categorize their year, how to categorize their month. How to categorize their weeks and how to categorize their days and hours and minutes and seconds in a way that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is very important. That with these opportunities that we have, time, and especially those times which are important, right? The time of Ramadan, the time of Dhul Hijjah, use them properly. And now we spoke about these people are from the early generation, right? From, you know, probably more than a thousand years ago. Now let's see a few others. Now, Hazrat uh, Muhammad Zakaria, rahimahullah. So he took this example and then he gave it to his students. He said he encouraged his students to complete 60 Qur'ans as well. He writes in his diary, once I wrote to some of my friends and asked them to complete 60 Qur'ans in Ramadan. Many of them strived to reach that goal. Said, Mawlana In'am, who was one of his students, finished 61 Qur'ans. 
another finished 56, while others completed 60 recitations of the Quran. SubhanAllah. Now this, these scholars who we were talking about, they were not a thousand years ago. They were merely 50 years ago. So what that means is still possible. Human beings are capable of doing anything and everything. Right? Well, we have to make an intention and efforts. See, the human beings, you know, the, the human soul, the human beings are so capable that whatever the human being touches, he makes it into gold. It's like the hand of Midas. It's the story of the hand of Midas. Whatever it touches, it becomes gold. What that means is human beings have such capacity that whatever they put their mind to, they make an effort on, they excel in that tremendously. Let's look at our age. Human beings decided to invest in industry. What happened? We had the industrial revolution. right? Human beings decided to invest their excellence in developing vehicles. We started flying. We started going under the oceans, right? And we started making drones and whatnot. Right? Human beings decided, uh, and not just that, now we have SpaceX, right? We're trying to go to Mars. Human beings decided to invest their excellence in technology, right? We know no bounds when it comes to technology. Human beings decided to put their investment and excellence in medicine and how far have we reached when it comes to the science of medicine and what we are able to do right we're able to now uh, what do you call trying to change the human genome right before they're born and so on and so forth so human beings have this immense capability and capacity to do things which seem impossible right but they can do it if they put their mind to it. So our pious predecessors, for Muslims, what does this mean? We put, and our pious predecessors put their mind to getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To changing their life through the Qur'an. To reciting the Qur'an and implementing the Qur'an. Hence, they were able to accomplish what they accomplished. So it might seem to us like fairy tales. It might seem to us that this, these are things which are impossible. How can that be possible? Well, the same things what we're doing in technology was like a fairy tale to people before us, right? What we're doing in medicine would seem definitely like a fairy tale to people before us. And in other things, if you spoke to people thousands of years ago that we were going to fly in planes and have submarines and have drones which will be controlled by sitting somewhere in the corner of an office. It was... What's going on with you? Right? It might seem like fairy tales. But it's possible. So these things might seem like fairy tales. These accomplishments, these spiritual accomplishments, we have excelled in material accomplishment because we invested ourselves in materialism, in capitalism. When we invested as an ummah in spirituality, we also excelled in spirituality. So much so that the Prophet ﷺ said about Sahaba that when they would recite the Quran, the angels would want to listen to the recitation. SubhanAllah. The angels would want to listen to the recitation. Not just that they would come down to earth to listen to the recitation. 
So human beings have that capacity. And I'll finish with this. That is the reason that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the, the angels questioned Allah, right? They put an argument in front of Allah. So, oh Allah, why do you want to create a race, right? A, 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 a species which is going to cause bloodshed and war on earth. Their argument was sound. Because that's what we do. That's what human beings do, right? If they're left to themselves to decide morality by themselves, to decide the capital T truth by themselves, that's what's going to happen. We're going to happen World War I, II, and all the other genocides that are happening in the world. That's what human beings have done. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also knew what the angels did not know. That when this human being uses their capacity for the right thing, then people like the Sahaba can be born. People like the Sahaba and people like the pious predecessors that we read about can be born. That is possible. Human beings have the capacity to go beyond angels in their spirituality when it comes to that. And at the same time, they also have the opposite capacity to go worse than animals, which we see today. So we have to decide. I have to decide. What do I want to be? Do I want to be someone who aspires to be beyond the stars, to be beyond the angels or at least close to them? Or do I want to be the scum of the earth and be lesser than animals? Right? So we have to try to follow those who are the stars of this ummah. The Sahaba and the pious predecessors. And Rasulullah said, they are our guiding stars. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us, protect us, inspire us, and give us the capacity to invest ourselves like the way we invest ourselves and our time in materialistic things and worldly things. May Allah give us tawfiq to invest our time and our capacity in spirituality and in spiritual things and in things which will take us closer to Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين سبحان الله وبحمده سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك سبحان ربك رب العزة يا ما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين